You're listening to the Seek First podcast for students with Stephanie Akiyama and Kurt Petershawn. Welcome back to Seek First. Yes. So glad to be here again, and um, we hope that you guys have been enjoying the last few weeks. We've been talking yeah. a lot about scripture, and mm-hmm. um, a couple weeks ago, really just kind of the historical validity, and then last week talked more about is it God's word, and and hopefully those things were just encouraging to y'all, and um, you know maybe if nothing else, you have been inspired in some way to go read your Bible yes. a little bit more. <laughs> that is our hope. Seek first. Yeah. That's why we Seek called it. First, <laughs> yes. the kingdom and the righteousness of God. So, um, yeah, that's where we find it in scripture. So, so uh, today, um, we, we ended last week, not really remembering what we were <laughs> want to talk about, but what we are going to talk about today is, uh, really just some more, a little bit more practical tips on how to read your Bible, why do we read our Bibles, how do we do it, what are some ways that Stephanie and I kind of, you know, it probably looks different for each of us, I would would assume. Um, How do we do that? And not that my way is right or your way is right or anybody else's way is right necessarily, Um, but, you know, we'll get into that and just talk about, you know, what are some helpful things we can do to kind of get the most, I think, get the most out of our Bible reading. Because if you're anything like me, there are things that I've tried that have not worked. <laughs> right? I mean there yeah. I mean it's always good to read the word of God, but there are yeah. some things that I have found to be way more helpful than um than others. So yeah. and sometimes I mean here's the thing guys, this is a long game. Like we yeah, have talked sure. about this yeah. uh, before. Um this is reading scripture is something that we integrate into our entire lives. Yeah, every day. Yeah, every, every day. day. And so once you start doing that, Kurt and I have had students and other people who say how do you know this stuff? Like, how how did you how did you learn that? Like, I've read that scripture and I didn't get that. And I'm telling you, it's just it, it's not that we're smarter than anyone. It's just that we've yeah. we've spent time with it and yeah. we love it and we ask you know questions of it and and really want to jump in and know it. Um, and God is so faithful to yeah. reveal Himself through Scripture when we come seeking. He yeah. just wants to. Like, it's his love letter to us. It's his thing that right. he's like, hey, I've given you this thing and I've protected it through all of these years so that you can have it on your nightstand and, and open it up and and look at it and learn yeah. of me. It's a little bit like, um, if I can give an analogy, kind of when you were talking, I was just thinking this, you know, if you're a, a like an electrician or a plumber or something like yeah. that, like a tradesman, yeah, um, you're not necessarily, just, like that person is not necessarily way smarter than anybody else. Like there might be a guy with a 180 IQ, right. you know, and then a plumber with like an average IQ right. or whatever. Not that some plumbers might be geniuses, but yes. in in any case, the point being that plumber is going to know a whole lot more stuff about plumbing yes. than the person who might be a genius. Right. Um, and the reason is he just does it every day. That's right. That's his whole life. Yes. And he knows the ins and outs. He knows how to put things together. He right. knows how to figure problems out, all that stuff. So yes. yeah, the point being, um, I don't, I do not consider myself a genius. No, I don't know. If I don't do, either. No. But uh, if nothing else, we read God's word daily and mm. we just want to know it better. We study it. We get into it. So yes. That's yes. kind of the point. Um, yeah, so why don't we just jump in? You, you, as always, the, the very <laughs> diligent, copious note taker, and that's great about you. I, yeah. I'm so glad that you do that because it helps us kind of go in this conversation. You know where we can start. So yes, um, I'm not good at that. So anyway, well, why don't you kind of 
lead us on. Yes, and we'll, we'll just jump just in. Talk about it. Yeah, we'll just jump in. So for so for the last two weeks, we've been talking about that the Bible is. We've tried to remove a lot of the doubt that the Bible is the Word of God. Yeah. Like it came from God as His Word to us, and so we've said in the past, if the Bible is truly the Word of God, then guys. We have to drop everything. Like, like, like we yeah, have to right. we have to invest in it because this is the creator of all things communicating with his creatures. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yep. so it, it is of import that yeah, we do this. Something that we should take seriously. Right. But <laughs> here's sure. what I want to here's what I want to uh, make sure that you hear. Um, sometimes hearing you should do this or you should want this um, is not incentive enough to do it. So um, I just kind of listed just some like benefits. So what do you get out of it? Like if you crack open the Bible every day, kind of what do you get out of it? Um, And uh, here's just a couple of things that I thought of. And I know Kurt has some things as well, but to strengthen your faith, um, to be encouraged in difficult seasons, and we have had entire podcasts over this, where the Word of God speaks to our souls and brings healing and comfort and, and like a like a salve that just heals uh, wounds. Yeah. Um, to assess your current spiritual condition, like it's something that we we can use it as a mirror to look and go where 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 am I at? Um, to to fact check that everything you believe is actually biblical. Because yeah. there are some things that we believe that aren't biblical. <laughs> right? yeah, that might be a good episode. Yes. Commonly, Cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah. Commonly <laughs> misquoted things or misinterpreted. Right. Yeah. right. Um, to better share your faith with others, to defend your faith. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one thing that that uh, we talked about with the word chuji, which I was mispronouncing last week. It's actually <laughs> chugi. That's I, that's I, the word. I did ask some students, and they were unaware of this word. I know it's like so I, it, maybe it, it's, right. Who knows? Who knows where it blew up on TikTok? You're just ahead of the curve. <laughs> you're on the forefront. <laughs> there you go. Of the there current you go. words. That's exactly right. So in TikTok world, it's actually chugi. So if you know, but I'm not trying to start anything. So here we go. But the other one is. Um, to deepen your relationship with God. Like that's that's right. really the end game. We right. read yeah. the the word of God to know the God of the word because yeah. the Bible was never merely it, it wasn't meant to merely inform us, it's meant to transform us. Ooh, I like that's it. what it does. So good. Scrubby bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. We whisper when we get yeah. ready. Okay. Um that's I mean I was going to say that really. I mean the the end game of it, right, is to know God. Right. It's to it's not just to know what the Bible says necessarily because look, here we've talked about this before that there are people who study the Bible for a living who don't believe it. Right. Who who really don't. I mean they that's kind of just their job. Yeah. Um because they're not going into it looking to know God necessarily. Right. Or maybe they are and they just don't say I don't know, but um but yeah, I mean, the point is not just to, that we've memorized certain things or right. whatever. I mean, we can know everything there is to know about Abraham Lincoln and right. all that. And like, but that that textbook is not life transforming. Right, just knowing the facts about him. Right. Um, so this is more than that, right? And we're we're not just uh, you know coming to it to go. Okay, let me learn things. Yes, we do want to learn, and I do right. believe. One of the side effects of just reading your Bible, I think you'll grow in actual knowledge and actual intelligence even because there's ways that the Bible teaches us to think logically that I think is is really helpful. But we also know, like we've talked about, that this is a living and active word of God, that God is through his spirit speaking to us because he's written it by his spirit to us. Um, 
so that we can know him and yes. actually have relationship with him. And I, I say this sometimes um, to students when they when they'll say things to me about like, well, you know, I try to read it and I'm I don't always feel like I get something out of it or whatever. Um, and I'm like, look. One, maybe there are some things you can do to kind of help that. But two, it's not necessarily about every day you sit down and read it and you go, oh, man, I had some massive epiphany or life changing moment. I mean, there's a lot of things you can read in the Bible that you've probably read before and that you're like, okay, well, that that doesn't there's there's nothing in there. Right. That in and of itself right here today just changed my life. Right. But um, you spent time with the Lord, you know what I mean? And you've yeah. kind of reoriented yourself yes. on him that day again. And yes. just reminded you, I, I, I think I told you this last week. I was talking about, I, I, like I read Luke 15 recently. And it's just, the, you know, the prodigal son and those stories. And I'm like, I've read that a million times. But I can read that chapter and still be encouraged and still just kind of then go throughout my day having been reminded about the fatherly compassion of God. Right. Right. And it's not any big epiphany, but it's right. me just going, man, I, you know, God just set that on my heart that day. And I yes. can meditate on that and think yes. and pray over that. And it's just good. So And it's like it's like spending time with someone you love. Like right. it just Absolutely. it just deepens the relationship. Yep. It just makes you love them more, right? You right. you start building history. Yeah. Right. You start having these conversations and and uh, you can go back to them and okay, he he was faithful back then. <laughs> right. And so he's gonna be faithful this next time. Yeah. And it's also sometimes, guys, it's just like eating your spinach or your kale or your multivitamin, <laughs> right? You just you do it. Yeah. It doesn't like necessarily make you buff overnight or anything, but it you know it's good for you. Yeah. Like and you the, know that it's the long good for game you. again, right? That's like exactly you, you, right. You eat your vegetables your whole life. That's right. And you'll be more healthy. That's exactly or, right. Or, or and and your meat and your bread yes, and your milk exactly and your whatever right. like, and drink yes. your water like you right. need all the things right. and the bible has all the things yes. so to speak uh, spiritually speaking yes all right so we're going to jump into some practicals yeah just some things that uh we've tried some truths that we have found that um when you come to your bible just some things that will help you <laughs> that'll help you, you so you were saying there was maybe some things that you've tried that didn't work what do you yes. have an example of that like, okay the the one thing that um i did I was faithful to it, was read your Bible in a year. Yeah. Okay, okay. so there are plans out plans, there, yeah. yet lots of read your Bible in a year plans. I, I did it. I stuck to it. But I can tell you that at the <laughs> end of reading the very long passages yeah. that I was reading so that I could get done in a year, like the goal was get done in a year. Check. Right. Okay. It didn't, I don't feel... I, I will say there's always benefits in reading the Word of God, so I'm not dissing this. Right. It just did not work for me because by the time I got to the end of all the passages that I read, I was like, what did I just read? <laughs> it was a bit more of a chore maybe because yes. that was your goal. Your goal was just The goal was it. just to finish yeah, it. Right. And so- I've done I, that too, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it with the goal to finish it. Do it with the goal to know God. Do it with the goal to to see the redemptive you know, thread all throughout, all throughout scripture. But don't do it just to check it off at the end. And of the day. on the other side of that coin, though, yes. and, I'll, and I'll say because I, I did that too in college for the first time. I was probably nineteen or twenty, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I haven't read the whole thing. I want to read the whole thing, right? And we've talked about this on this podcast. I, I, I think that's so valuable, right? To decide, I want to read it all. I want yes. to notice this. And I did that too. I didn't really have a plan back then. I didn't have like an iPhone or something. I have yeah. like the Bible app or whatever. Um, so this was just um, me kind of going, you know what? I'm going to try in a year. I didn't make it in one complete year. It yeah. took me a couple months into the next year, but um, but I did do it. Um, and I'll say there were definitely those days where I was like, man, golly, I just want to read these two chapters a day and try to check <laughs> right. it off or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, and like you said, I know this is, I think we both agree on this, the other side of the coin being, 
just to, man, let the Lord lead in that discipline too. Yes. Of going, man, I do want to know the whole story because I really did. Right. Um, and try to, you know, kind of have those days where, okay, maybe you just have to sort of eke out some of the harder passages. <laughs> I, yeah. And, and, but God's faithful even in that. He is. I think He's faithful in our discipline. And he's he faithful is. in our, yes. our willingness just to go, right. I'm eat my vegetables. Yes. Today. I'm eat my when kale. we do the hard things, He meets us there. <laughs> Absolutely. He is and, the rewarder um, of those who are Yeah. And, him. and, and knowing, over that year plus year, a couple months, um, at the end of it going, man, I, I did it and, yeah. and being proud that I did it. Not, yes. you know, I don't think in a sinful way, but just like, man, I, I did it. And I do feel like I know the Bible better. And since then having read through it all the way through it again, a few right. times, you yes. know, just wanting to, to grow in knowledge. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So I've done the plans three years and I've done the plans mm -hmm. two years. And look, guys, there are plans all over the place where you Absolutely. can do it. I've got one in the back of my Bible where it's yeah. just like if it's October 29th, you read this in the Old Testament, this Psalm and this in the New Testament. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's a plan for the for a year. I have found that that two years is probably the better pace. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. I'm trying to think of some pitfalls. I'll, I'll tell you one of my pitfalls. Um, and look, this is I know this is personal preference a little bit, but. I, I don't know. Do you read in the morning? You read at night. I read in the morning. In the morning, yeah. Mm -hmm. Me too. And yeah. I, you know, I I did. I have always found definitely like it's not even a question anymore. Anymore. I'm just going to do it in the morning. But there were times in my in my reading where it was like, okay, you know, I'll kind of see if I I'll, I'll make it at night. I'll see if I can just do right. it. Right. Kind of be consistent. And I could never be consistent with it at yeah. night for some reason. Yeah. Um. And I've heard multiple people say the same thing. And I don't know if that's just uh, a human nature kind of thing, but it tended to be where it was like, if I hadn't sat down with the Lord and read his word by the end of the day, it was a lot easier to either forget about it right. or maybe just I got busy right. or, push or it tired off. or pushed off. Yeah. Um, versus I, I have always felt like I could be a lot more consistent with mm -hmm. it in the morning. So, yeah. and I guess you feel the same yes, way with I that. Do. So. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. There's something to that. I actually read A.W. Tozer actually says that, like, you should read it in the morning. You yeah. Know, he's an, I old, think he's an old author. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, which he's written some great books. So go check those out. But yeah, and I remember reading that in one of his books years ago of just like, do it in the morning. Right. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I don't know. But right. I, I, anyway, that's my suggestion. I would say if you can do it in the morning, do it in the morning. Yeah, I think uh, so. Before the distractions of the world right. come into your brain, um, just yeah. starting fresh with that. Yeah. And it's typically it's quiet in the morning. Yeah. So and you, you don't focus. know what the night's going to look like, right? Like, that's exactly right. Things could change yes. between that morning and that night right. where you just don't have an opportunity. Yes. You know, yeah. plans get made. Right. And then all of a sudden you're whatever. So right. in the morning you kind of know what it's going to yeah. be. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go to the Word. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a that's a helpful yeah. tip. One of the things that we, we were talking about um, last week after the podcast, we, we often have these conversations after the podcast. It's like, <laughs> dang it, why didn't we record that? Yeah. That was... That was that could have been helpful information for someone. But anyway, um, one of the things that we were talking about is just the version that you read. Mm -hmm. So um, we and we've talked in the past about what word for word translations and phrase, right. you know, phrase translations. But um, really, th honestly, if you don't understand it, you're not going to read it. And so so I am sure. not yeah. I'm I, the King James Version is beautiful. I love reading specifically the Psalms yeah. in the King James Version because it's poetry. And so it's yeah. meant to be yeah. with flourish and all of the poetic. things. Yeah, poetic. <laughs> right. But it's hard to read John in, yeah. in the King James Version. And so I, so and I would say... obviously we don't speak like that anymore. Yeah. We just don't. So it's hard to How dost you do that? Yeah, it's that, just yeah, certain right. things. Terry. What does the word Terry right, mean? Most right. people don't know exactly right. Right, that it means to delay. So right. it's yes. just like, we need the word delay, not Terry. Right, so, <laughs> right, right. 
So I I love ESV. Yeah, ESV uh, I think is for my money. It's probably the best modern English translation. Yeah. Um, yeah. ESV NAS is a good one. NASB. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's a little wonky. I think sometimes with the way it's a little jerky. Yeah, it, and just the structure yeah. of the sentences yeah. of the NASB because right. it's it is so literal. Right. Um. To the to the original manuscripts, but um. Yeah, I think ESV is. But NIV is very readable. As good as you're gonna get. Yes. NIV is yeah. very readable. So if you're just looking to sit down and read, mm-hmm. ESV is probably the better to study. Like if you're gonna right. study a particular word or a particular scripture, I think yeah. ESV is probably better. But NIV is. The, I yeah. would say so NIV is the, one the where it's a one. phrase for phrase where they're yeah. going to take a whole sentence or maybe a whole paragraph and more so a whole sentence and, and kind of translate that sentence right. versus an ESV that's going word by word yes. by word by word yes. by word. So that's why it's a little bit more technically accurate. Um, what's great too is, look, guys, y'all have so many resources, whether it's on your phone with the Bible app, um, the Uversion app, yes. or like Bible Hub. I love Bible Hub yeah. online. Bible Gateway is a good one. Bible Gateway mm-hmm. where you can look at all the versions at once. Yeah. You can kind of compare them. And if you know, okay, King James is a very good version as far as being technically accurate. Right. So is ESV. Um, so if you're reading the NIV, that's fine. And you kind of read it where you can understand it. But then you can go look at, it, it, does the ESV say it a little differently or yes. the King James say it a little differently? So I know what's the technically accurate phrasing here right. or whatever. Um, and also like on Bible Hub, you can look at the, you can click on the Hebrew and Greek translations right. of the actual words to see how they got those translations. What other ways might that word be translated? Yeah. Um, things like that. So it's so helpful. And it it's is. just, you know, those are great tools. So yeah. check out those resources. We just want to encourage you with that. Good commentaries as well oh, on Bible Hub that. where you yep. can click a commentary and you can see all these scholars that have studied these same passages and kind of bring out things you might not know. Trust me, look, yeah. if you've ever heard me preach, you probably have heard me preach and thought, oh, wow, that's amazing that he knew that. Look, I, I, I knew that because I found it somewhere. I studied right, it, right. whether in a book commentary, in my Bible study commentary, yes. or like online or something. Right. I just find that necessarily. Right. And these are um, where you find those nuggets where like, like you'll hear a pastor say, you know, back then it was against the law for someone to touch a leper right. or for certain things. And, and you think, man, when I was reading context. that, yes, when I was reading that verse, I didn't really get that, but it's because... Mm-hmm. Um, when you read the commentators, they have studied right. the ancient historical, culture. right? Yeah. That's exactly right, and so they know the context of it. Right. So, so anyway. context, and that's so. Maybe let's just hang yes. the context for just a right. second. Um, as you're actually reading your Bible, um, and I said this last week, like the three rules of Bible translation is context, context, context. Right. Um, th- that's so important. And what context means is kind of first asking yourself, whatever passage I'm reading, what did it originally mean right. to the person or people who it was originally written to? because it was written to someone like the right. book of Romans was written to Romans. Right. <laughs> uh, book of Corinthians was written to people who were Christians in Corinth. You know, there was an original audience or yeah. like Exodus, you know, was written to Hebrew people who right. were slaves in Egypt and to come, you know, whatever. So like, what did it originally mean? And right. then how does that original meaning in its original context historically and all that how can I then take that meaning and apply that meaning to my life? Not, right. not that Moses wrote it to Stephanie and Kurt. Right. Moses wrote Exodus to those people. Right. And it had a meaning in right. its time. 
but that meaning can also that's right be because placed into our context yes. and world today truth and go okay truth. now what is yes. how do i apply this meaning? right so, um, yeah context is just super important again reading those using those resources right um is so 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 helpful um let me ask you do you, do you have a you have an esv like study bible uh-huh. with the notes yes it's my all fave. those kind of things yeah it's fantastic yeah. right yes um if Again, for my money, I think the best Bible you're probably going to be able to buy right now is an ESV study Bible. That's the one I love. King James Version study Bible, I'm sure, are great. And I also have an NASB study Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, any, Honestly, like any of these versions of study Bible, yeah. you, what study Bible means is it's going to help you with the context. It's right. going to give you notes where you open up to Romans. And before you read Romans, you can read about the author of Romans, right. who is Paul. Yeah. You can read about the culture of the Romans that he's writing to. You can read the historical setting, yeah. what's going on in Rome, what time, when did he actually write this? Right. Why did he write it? What theological yeah. themes? All these right. things, right? What was going on in his life? Yes. So jail. you can read all of that right. before you read Romans in your study Bible. Right. Go, okay, now I can go and read this letter with a little bit better context. Yeah. And as you're reading it, you have notes at the bottom. Right. And you're going to read a verse and go, okay, what is that verse really saying? And right. I can read it at the bottom. Yeah, you go it'll, down to the bottom, it's got little notes. Little notes. And it, yep. it'll take you to um, other passages that say the same thing right. or have the same words. And yes. All of that. Guys, it's so helpful. Like yes. there are so many great resources for us um, as we read our Bibles to be able to re- get the very, very most out of those. Yeah. Things. yeah. And I was thinking when you were saying context, another, another thing, and this and a study Bible would help you with this is um, there are 66 books mm-hmm. in the Bible. It it's one unified story pointing to Jesus, but it's 66 different types of books, right? So right. there's there are books of poetry, and there are books of prophecy, yep. and there are uh, n- narratives, which is part and, of the context, right? And yeah. so if you jump into um, it's like the difference in reading a mystery novel or song lyrics or your or biology biography. Book. Yes, yeah, you're going to you're going to approach it differently. So right. if you go to Proverbs, say, mm-hmm. um, thinking that it's going to read like Act. <laughs> you are going to be super frustrated because you're like, where's the plot? Where's the storyline? Who are the characters? So so going in knowing, okay, what kind of book is this? Mm-hmm. Is this a book of prophecy? Is this a book of poetry? Is this a book of wisdom? Right. Is this a, a narrative where it's telling me a story? What type of book is this? That is going to be so, that is going to save you a lot of confusion and frustration. Right. Yeah. Um, knowing that. Yeah, and like, um, okay, if you're reading prophecies, here's an example. Um, they're gonna they're gonna employ a lot of crazy language and imagery. Yes, that might be really weird. Like Revelation is a great example yes. where there's like dragons and beasts and right. you know plagues and all these crazy things that are happening. And you're like, what is anyway? So like knowing the context of this is a prophetic, apocalyptic type book. Um, God's using imagery to kind of stir up our thoughts and our emotions yes. and our you're right. So right. we kind of go into it knowing that. Yes. Um, versus Psalms again, poetic. And right, it's like reading song lyrics. Yeah, it's, again, it's, it's going to yes. be there's there, there's going to be some some images and some thoughts in there yes. that are just kind of employed for poetry's sake, right? Um, to take us deeper in right. because what the poetry does is it's it's hearkening back mm-hmm. to what has already happened, but it's taking our thoughts deeper. Yep, you know, um, so good. So good. Absolutely. So yes, context, context, <laughs> context. Um, and I did want to say, but one one thing that I have learned to do before I open the Word of God is to just say a quick prayer. Yeah. Right. Like, yep. Lord, help me to understand this because He, we have His Holy Spirit. Yeah. Who, so that we can understand who wrote this. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. So that we can understand it. So to yeah. bring that understanding, um, I just think what it's a, really smart. What a cool thing. I mean, some of y'all probably have read Harry Potter, right? Like if you could 
call up J.K. Rowling on the phone right. and be like, hey, um, I don't understand. Right. Walk you me know? through this. <laughs> like, yeah. That'd be really helpful. Yeah. The point is we have the author of the Bible yes. living within us. If we're Christians with faith in Jesus, he lives in us. Yeah. And so we can go to him in prayer every day and say, Father, just let your spirit kind of open up my wisdom yes. and, and and give me understanding and uh, knowledge to see what you want me to see today. Right. And if it's something I've seen a million times, help me to feel what you want me to feel yes. too and apply it to my life right. so that I can live in obedience and yes. glorify you today. Yes. What a great prayer yes. before I open my Bible and read it. Right. And it's just a humble posture to yeah. come to the Word of God, not to necessarily even get something out of it or be able to answer the questions in jeopardy or or yeah. whatever but but to just be open to what God wants yeah. us to learn that day. Yeah. And then while we're talking about prayer, I think on the backside too. So you yes. you read something. Um, okay, I used Luke 15. That's an easy example. Yeah. So I read Luke 15. It's the story of the the lost coin and the lost sheep and the lost son, the prodigal son. And it's all about God seeking sinners and saving yes. them and rejoicing when someone right, comes to right. them. Okay, so I read that that chapter and it's a great chapter and I've read it a million times. And then I get done and maybe, and, and this was a couple of weeks ago, I did read that and, and God definitely just put on my heart how, how much he has compassion on sinful people. Right. And that was it. It was such a simple thing that I know, but it was like, God just set that on my heart. And then all day, so right after I'm done reading it and then really all day, I can just kind of just one, thank the Lord for his compassion, right? Yeah. You let the word then guide your prayers. Yes. I can ask him, God, give me eyes to see other yes. people the way you see them. Right. I don't want to be like the big brother who was mad that the father had compassion. I want to have <laughs> right. compassion and I want to love yeah. people. Anyway, so just yes. praying before and praying after and letting the word guide your thoughts and prayers. And the Psalms are great with that, just yeah. guiding thoughts and prayers. And you that's struggle with where prayer, the transformation comes there. in. That is yeah. where we are not just informed, but we are transformed right. by the word of God because we allow it mm -hmm. to rumble around in our brains and to, and to um, affect our actions and our yeah. thoughts. That is how it changes us. Yeah. Um, because then muscle memory, right? <laughs> and then we start just thinking like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, but and, and one of the things that Kurt said, you know, I've read it a million times. I just want to encourage you, read things a million times. Yeah. It will change you and you will come to it and, and God just highlight something different. You learn something different. And we have what I like to call um, uh, spiritual amnesia, right? Oh, yeah. We wake up in the morning and we forget whose we are. We forget um, who God is. And so it's just a reminder. Uh, it makes us fall more in love with him yeah. and draws us to him. Yeah, I just opened up to Psalm 119 to see if I could find the word meditate, and I found it uh, in verse 15. Um, he says, I meditate on your precepts. Yeah. That's your word, your laws, right? I consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Yeah. He begins that little passage by saying, how can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. Yeah. And so, look, uh, just a little practical help there. Um, Psalm 119 is a great chapter. It's all about the word of God. It's about loving the word of God. Every reading verse it. has a reference to yes. the word of God. Meditating <laughs> on or, it and yes. living it out. And, applying and delighting, it in, it. And delighting yeah. in it. And it's a great chapter. A lot of the Psalms are like this. They're great chapters for us to guide us in prayers. Right. I've done this for a long time of using Psalm 119 in particular, um, where I might just go read a paragraph every day and pray it, pray yes. through it. Right. Um, God, I want to delight in your law today. Yeah. Help me. To, you know what I mean? Things like yes. that. So, man, if your prayers are stagnant, go to Psalm 119 yes. or a different Psalm right. and let it guide prayers yeah. and it leads you through the word of God. It's yes. so beautiful, so helpful. So even in the Bible, God helps us read the Bible with the Bible yeah. um, and pray with yeah. the Bible. So 
Love it. So helpful. Love it. Yeah. Um, uh, just a couple of a couple of uh, tips. Uh, you don't have to start at the beginning of the Bible. As a matter of fact, if right. you are starting to read the Bible, if this is like your first go at it, I would not recommend you start in Genesis and work your way through. Like yeah. I would probably start in John. Yeah. Mark's the shortest yeah. gospel, maybe Mark, but I love I love John. <laughs> I love Yeah, a lot John. of people say John. Yeah. Some people think John's kind of tricky. It's a little different. It's the different gospel. It is the different. Um, yeah. So maybe, yeah. Matthew, yeah. Mark, you can't go wrong yeah. with a you gospel. Can't, you cannot go wrong um, with those. And they're, they're like a story. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. one of the gospels is a great place to start. Yeah. Maybe just read one of those. And then if you finish the gospels, go read Acts, yes. which is the just the story of the church, of the church beginning. Yes. And then when you're done with Acts, go read if you you know if you can take Romans yeah. or maybe Ephesians, <laughs> right. Galatians, a little bit right. shorter book. One of the letters. Or Philippians, that, it's so tiny. Yeah, maybe yeah. one of those letters that's going to kind of help you get a better understanding of what Jesus did. Yes. Um, and as you grow in your knowledge and your hunger for the word, and I think that'll happen too, right? Yeah, like, I do too. As yeah. you learn to taste it and that it's good. Yes. Uh, like Peter says, that you just want to continue reading it. Right. And then, you know. You, maybe then you get the gumption to go, okay, I want to maybe read the whole thing and right. go back to Genesis or yep. find a plan that can yes. kind of walk you through it. And the whole time, it's so easy, like we said, to, I love the Psalms because the Psalms kind of are, are, are my go-to when I feel maybe a little stagnant. Absolutely. Um, or definitely if I'm reading through Old Testament and like right. I'm on the harder passages that yeah. are maybe wearing me out a little bit, <laughs> um, it's easy to go back to the Psalms and just let it yeah. refresh your soul. They're so comforting. It's like like they music. are. It's yeah. like it's like sitting down with a good friend again. Absolutely. Like you go to the Psalms and it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you're, maybe that's you too, where you've read a lot of the Bible and you know a lot of it and maybe you just feel a little bit stale in your faith. Yeah. I'd recommend going to the Psalms yeah. and just let it feed your soul. It's the yeah. same thing you do as like you just put your earbuds in and listen yeah. to your favorite music. Right. Um, that's what Psalms are. Yeah. They're songs and they're poems and yeah. it's just beautiful words of God to refresh the soul. So yeah. that's a great place to go. Right. Um, if I can give a tip for me, uh, journaling, I'm sure you journal. Yes. Um, journaling is very helpful for me. I just like to... And there's no right or wrong way to do that. It's just however you want to kind of do that. My, mine probably looks a little bit more like a commentary than a lot of people's. Yeah. Um, I just like to kind of think through what I just read and kind of digest it on paper for myself. And and then that helps me kind of pray through it and get, yeah. get some kind of personal application to yeah. and, and live that out. Um, do, I don't know. Yeah, I've got uh, and I was going to just throw out some some suggestions for yeah. journaling. I think it's very helpful to have a notebook or a journal mm -hmm. or something with you. Um, I, so, well, sometimes I write in my Bible. So it just depends on where yeah. I want it to land. Um, but sometimes I'll just write word for word one of the scriptures like mm -hmm. it'll jump out and I'll write it and I'll double space it and and just start circling things and like dissect it just like look at it yeah. and and eat it yeah, yeah right right um, but but I've got a couple that um that I found uh, just in research and and that I've tried some of them worked for me and some of them didn't like some people like to uh, doodle and draw art yeah. about what yeah. they're what they're um, reading and yeah. so when they're talking about um, abiding in, in Jesus and I'm the vine and you're the branches they're drawing they're like, and I'm not artistic, so I don't do this, yeah. but they're drawing the the vines and, the, you know, yeah. all the things and just making it beautiful. I've seen people do that. Uh, you can keep a prayer list in there. Uh, you can keep track of the things that you sense God is teaching you. Like, is he mm -hmm. hammering you on a certain thing? You know, you read it and it, yeah. and it just seems to show up over and over and over and over. Well, maybe that's something you need to jot down and, and really spend some time thinking about. Right. Uh, maybe the way that you've thought about something or the way that culture thinks about something and, and you read the Bible and it's like, nope, we don't think that way, right? <laughs> Jot it down yeah. so that you can keep thinking about yeah. that. And also just what is this passage teaching me about God? Mm -hmm. What am I going to walk away from this passage thinking about God? And then how then 
Does it teach me to live? Like, how should I take this passage that I've just read? How should I go and and apply it? How should I walk away from this and and do that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, it is, I guess it's it's easy for us, again, just to kind of check off the list and do the thing and and whatever versus um, asking that question. Um, Like, how does this then teach me to live? What What does it teach me about God? Yes. What does it teach me about myself? What does it teach me about the world? Yeah. Guys, ask yourself questions as you read the Bible. Yeah. Um, ask those kind of questions and even just in particular verses like what like why did he say this this way okay Philippians 4.13 very famous verse easily taken and kind of out of context and misunderstood I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me Right? is this a verse about I can do all things is this a verse about me like accomplishing what I want and doing whatever well, if you're just asking questions and reading it slowly and thinking about it, look at the verses around it where he yeah. says, um, I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance right. and need. I can do all things to Christ. Yes. Jesus. And he's talking about really not having what he needs at times and being poor and being hungry right. and struggling. Yeah. That's a verse about losing, not about winning. <laughs> right. right? Um, and so like asking yourself, why, why did he say that in that context, the reason was, you know, Paul was trying to encourage the Philippians who were also going through some persecutions and difficult things that joy is so far beyond circumstances. And because we're provided by from God, whether we have everything that we want or we have nothing that we want, we have the Lord and he's providing for, you know, all this. So you're kind of seeing the context and you're going, man, okay. How can I take that today? What am right. I going through today? What right. is there something I don't have that I think I should have? Yeah. Well, I have Jesus. Yes. So, man, I can be content. Contentment's right. a huge theme of Philippians. Yes. Joy. Right. You know, you can kind of take these things and start applying them to your life, writing them down, thinking through. You can make a list of what have I complained about? Paul talks about complaining. Yes, he does. Yeah. Have I complained about some things right. lately? Um, okay, maybe I need to apologize to my mom about that. Right. Because <laughs> you know, I've been complaining about this or whatever yeah. and be content in the Lord. So yeah. these are ways that it just gets so real for it us and so practical us. and yeah. transforms us. Yeah, That's exactly right. And one of the things that we talked about last week, um, not on the podcast, this was post-podcast, but was about putting yourself in the story. So mm-hmm. when you're reading the narratives, um, when you're seeing what how Jesus is interacting with people, like I, one of the things that I have learned to do is to plot myself down, like not to rush through the story, right? But to like put myself down in the middle of the story and look around for a bit, like yeah. see what was going on. Who are the players? Yeah. Um, how How is Jesus interacting with people? How are how are the apostles interacting with and people? And you're not making it about you, but, right. you're, make, but you're putting yourself in so the that, middle so of it so that you so can kind of feel what's him. going on. Yeah, It's going on, yeah. Yes. The context, getting and into it, the context. That's exactly right. Sure. And it helps you yeah. to... I don't know. It just it helps me to see things that I may have missed mm-hmm. going through and just reading the words, right? But just stopping and going, you know what? When Jesus was on the way to heal the 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 official's daughter um, who was about to die, and he stopped in the middle of the crowd, like this was they were in a hurry to go and heal the heal this heal this little girl. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden he stops and goes, "Whoa! Somebody touched me. Some power went out for me." Right. Yeah. And it, it just like I've, I put myself there and I'm like, well, first of all, lots of people were touching him. Right. Like people, it was a crowd. Why would he stop? Why would he turn? Why would he put the asking attention questions. on this? Like, asking yes, questions. you're just asking these questions, putting yeah. yourself there and going, what just happened? Why did he do that? Um, I have found it immensely helpful. It helps me to right. fall in love with him because I feel like I'm there with him and just right. seeing how he's interacting with people and seeing what he's doing and um Anyway, and putting yourself like in that situation, put yourself in the shoes yes. of 
the woman who touched him right. and what she needed in that moment. Yeah. Put yourself in the shoes of the guy who he's going to heal his daughter, right. Iris. Like, why he are we might stopping? be frustrated. Right. He why are we stopping? Going, yeah. yeah. And so you go, okay, maybe maybe I'm a little impatient sometimes yes. because maybe Jesus is doing something for someone else. Absolutely. And I, need, yeah, I don't know. But There's still going to do the thing for me. Absolutely. Right? There's but, all yeah. sorts of ways you could read that story yes. and go, where am I at here? Like, what does God want me to hear? In yes, the story, it's exactly. so rich, right. guys. That's so what look, I'm don't I'm just saying, don't blow through scripture. Yeah. Don't just like check it off. Don't go, okay, well, I promised myself I'm going to get through a, a chapter or two today, and so I'm going to blow through a chapter or two. Like, yeah. linger. If you read one verse, there are seasons where I read a verse absolutely a day because I'm memorizing. Yeah, I do that, and I, I I chew up that verse yes. every way I can. Right. You know, there's seasons where I'm reading chapters a day. Yeah. It's no, I don't think there's a right or wrong way there. Let it's the spirit just, guide you. Let him guide yes. you and chew on it and think about it. Yeah. Um, like, so I just mentioned memorization. If you can memorize some passages, some some verses, one one little verse a day or something like yeah. that, or take a month and just memorize one verse and let it sink into your soul yeah. and let it be something that you can bring up to mind all the time and let right. it lead you and guide you and let the spirit wield that in your life. Yes. Um, man, so helpful. Just meditating on it, writing things down. Um, and the last thing I want to say is this, just to, in, in the way that we read the Bible, again, is always remembering who it is about. Right. Right. It is about Jesus. Yeah. The whole story right. points us to Jesus. We call this the reading the Bible Christologically, the word Christ being in there, Christologically. And what that means is kind of trying to see where Jesus is in any passage that we read. And I really do believe you can find him as you read throughout all of Scripture. It's, it's actually sort of a fun challenge for you. <laughs> like where's Walter? As you read Genesis, yeah. Yeah. where does, how do how does this point me to Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. As you read Exodus, how does this point me to Jesus? You read the Psalms, how is this pointing me to Jesus? Yeah. Yes. Um, and and obviously, as you read the New Testament, it's all over right, the place. But right. um, but like, what is this telling me about Christ? Our need for Him, the salvation that He gives, the kingdom that He establishes, right. all these things. It actually kind of helps us as we read through the Bible. To one, it re reminds us that we need to be humble and remember it's not really about us. <laughs> right, right. It's about Him. That's right. Um, and it's written for us, but to see Him, right? Yeah. To see. Jesus. Right. Um, the Passion actually came out with a Jesus Bible, yeah. um, which had great commentaries in there that kind of help you with that, seeing okay. Jesus in every yes. every little passage of scripture. That's it's really awesome. neat. So yeah. Um, yeah, just read the Bible Christologically. See Christ yeah. throughout the scriptures, right. right? And remember, okay, David slays Goliath. How does that point me to Jesus? Right. Well, Jesus is the going, going to be the perfect version of David, later right. the, the new king who right. slays all the giants of right. sin and death. Yeah, because right? we're not David. We're, not we're David. the Israelites. <laughs> Shaking in their boots. <laughs> yeah, because Jesus is the one. That's right, right. right. We need rescuing, and yes. Jesus is that rescuer, yes. right? David points us to him. So, right. uh, anyway, things like that where that, we can see Jesus in all the. All that the is awesome. I wanted to just super practically um, help you to think about having a plan. Okay, so have a plan. We already talked about like reading in the morning, like pick a time, yep. pick a place that is not going to be distracting. Like, I don't know if it's in your bed. I don't know if it's at your desk. I don't know if it's in the green chair in the living room. Like, I don't know where it is, but pick a place yeah. and a time where you can do it. Pick, go ahead and pick how long you're going to do it. Just so that you've got it in your head, I'm going to set my timer for 30 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever. I'm going to set my timer and that so that um, you don't, you don't, um, think, oh, well, this may go long, so I don't know if I have time for this, but yeah. you just, you know what? I can do anything for 15 minutes for heaven's sakes. Yeah. yeah and, right. so and like not making it a, if I have 
extra time part no, of the morning. No, that's exactly like, right. It is part of the routine. In the right. Morning. It just needs to be. Right. right. Every bit as much as taking a shower, brushing your teeth, yes. whatever. It's this much time to read my Bible, yep. this much time to do the rest. Yes. Right? And sometimes you even set little discipline, little, little boundaries like, you know what? I am not going to check social media. I'm not going yeah. to whatever until I have read my Bible. Like somewhere else. that's yeah. exactly right. So you, you said these parameters like in the morning, I love coffee. And so, but I will not drink a cup of coffee until I've had a full glass of water. Like that is, so my prize, <laughs> I get to drink my coffee after I drink a full glass maybe of water. So, maybe you start doing that. so sometimes you have like, I'm not going to take a shower, brush my teeth, get on social media, whatever, until I read the scripture. So set a time, um, set a place, set a how long, and then you can even set some accountability. Like mm -hmm. you can tell someone, hey, I want you to check in with me once a week to say, hey, how's it going reading your reading your Bible? Yeah. Yeah. Very simple. It's very, very simple. Practical. Yeah. The Make point, a plan. The point being with all this, y'all, um, you know, again, we've said this before. It's not, it's not homework. We right. don't want it to be homework. It no. shouldn't be homework. Yeah, there should be some discipline to it. But yeah. at the same time, it's because we we see the value and we know the effectiveness and the beauty and the joy that comes from knowing God, knowing His Word, yeah. um, and being able to live according to it. I mean, yeah. so many conversations I've had over the years with anybody that just tells me, "Oh, well, my relationship with the Lord's not doing well." If I just say, okay, are you reading his word? The answer is always no. Right. You know? Um, and so there, there's definitely a correlation there. Yeah. Now, I will say this. Uh, we do need to wrap it up, but I'll, I just want to remind us of this because this is important to know. Um, I'm not making a guarantee that just because you open your Bible and read it once a day that your life's going to be perfect or even that it's going to be um, even any better at all because you may very well do that and have no intention of obeying it. Right. right. James talks about this, yeah. where we can look in the mirror of God's word, see what we look yeah. like, and then go away and forget, forget about it. it. Like that is possible. Jesus talks about this in Matthew 7. You can kind of hear my words and you yeah. can choose to ignore them. Right. So you can read it every day if you wanted to right. and ignore it. Yeah. And it would have no effect in your life. Um, but I do believe with all my heart that if you will open it to read it and know the Lord, know the God of the word, like you have said, Stephanie, um, and 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 commit yourself to following the spirits leading as he guides you through it and, and obeying it. Yeah. Um, you will absolutely see life transformation. Absolutely. That. I, I believe that. So yeah. that's that's our encouragement. And yes. you know, if we can help, please let us know. Um, if you know us, just reach out and um, you know, let us know what we can do to kind of help you walk through that or find another find a pastor, find a friend, find right. somebody with accountability, right. like you said, um, that can kind of help you take the steps you need to take, whether it's you're you're in the baby step stage or you're a you know, you've been a Christian for years and years and you just know you need to start maybe biting off bigger chunks and right. taking eating some meat, right? Yes. Um, of what the word says. So Yes. Yeah. Thank you for listening today. This yes, was fun. This, was fun. Uh, this is a little bit longer episode, so hopefully maybe listen to this in some sections. and um, <laughs> right, you know, right, right. It'll, it'll be good. But hopefully, yeah. like we said, this will just encourage you to, um, man, just read God's Word and get to know Him. Yes. So thank you all for listening today. Um, yeah, as always, seek, seek first the, the kingdom, kingdom of God. God. Thank you for listening to the Seek First podcast. We hope and pray that you have been encouraged and empowered to seek first the kingdom and righteousness of God in every area of your life. If you are a teen or young adult and have a question or topic that you would like Stephanie and Kurt to discuss on Seek First, simply email kurt at eastridge.church. Until next time, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteousness.